Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. summertime which uh came a little earlier than i i was hoping uh one day you just step outside and you go fuck man it's hot my technically we got another two weeks before it's summer i mean you can take that technically and you can eat it yeah what i would say is one thing that i've experienced is there have been some times recently where i was you know, outside doing some physical activity and I came in and I don't know if you've all had this before, but I've noticed it more recently, which is you take a shower and you get out of the shower and you're still kind of sweating. And like, I had this idea of my body, which is like, no, you take a shower and that stops. Like it freezes it. it, it that's not the case. You like get out of the shower and you're still sweating and it is irritating. Buddy, we could do, you have to move somewhere with lower humidity, bro. We could do a whole <laughs> mini series on the shower sweats. I could talk about that for an hour an episode for seven episodes. Uh, but yeah, you know, you need to you need to cool off and it can be very hard, especially if you're like taking a shower in the, the middle of the day and, and you know, what is there to look forward to in terms of, you know, cooling off? Well, what there is to look forward to in terms of cooling off is ending your shower with you know, a minute or whatever of cold water, uh, which is extremely refreshing um, and, and yeah. helps helps deal with the shower sweats. But there's also uh, there's there's ample opportunity for indulging in in the nostalgic things uh, that that you may have once uh, partook in of when you were but a youth. Um, I don't know. Is anyone else hearing the sound of an ice cream truck in their head right now? Well, no, because I, I like when I came of age to notice that I was in these suburbs that were recently created. So no one was like, <laughs> you know, they're like Walmart, Target. All right. Maybe a Starbucks. Oh, an ice cream truck. Like that, that is a type of infrastructure that you don't necessarily have. But that doesn't mean that I do not feel a nostalgia for it. Like I, I do, even though it may be somewhat manufactured. Yeah, that ice cream truck must have taken several wrong turns somewhere if it got to you. Yeah, but but uh, you know we we talked a little bit about this beforehand. In in Max and Kevin, you are both from more I would say established. You know. I don't think it's fair to call them suburban areas. Like just because people go to a big city from there, I don't think that means that they're suburbs, but that also they are established municipalities, towns um, that are, are proud in a lot of ways. And I didn't hear you express that you had some uh, tradition of, you know, summertime frozen treats. Uh, we had just your... We had your ice cream trucks and your places that sell um, the custard ice cream, you know, with that where you could have your different sizes, which is how tall the how tall the swirly custard is, um, which is something that I 
often will get the craving for in the summer where like i don't want i don't want jenny's ice cream that shit sucks i want like the cheap ass two dollar foot long or foot tall (laughs) vanilla custard thing and it's not like anything that was there was no like oh this is the local place like everyone likes just it's kind of the random place that set up shop and it would they would cycle Mm -hmm. through it and we'd go there after baseball games but no i don't know that we had anything uh it was really like you know the front royal well you just you just you just told me a story and there's a lot in that and i think that that is exactly what this is i i happen to be in the process of re-watching part of stranger things um against my best interest of of not using netflix but i'm for for reasons that aren't to be discussed here i'm kind of locked in um and like that type of nostalgia it's like there's there's a story behind it there's a way there's a reason in a way we we feel this way um and i think that there's there's a lot there in your interest and everything else and and max i i have to imagine that there was something especially in your town which is one that's so like I just was somewhere where when they say the restaurant, they there is only one. And in your town is slightly larger than that. But like there is a way that things, especially I think in a lot of smaller northeastern towns, like uh, I, I feel like you had to have something, right? Oh, yeah. So, okay, I mean, sort of right. similar to Kevin where, I mean, we had the ice cream truck. It would go, I want to say it went by my house twice a day. Um, it would always go a little slower near my house. We loved, the, I mean, I remember like the, you know, I have nostalgia for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pops where the gumball eyes are like never anywhere near where their <laughs> eyes should be. Um, and the and the Flintstone push pops that were sort of like a frozen sherbet that you could just kind of oh. forced into your mouth. Um, mm-hmm. And then similar to Kevin, we had, well, we had one place that did like the frozen custard and I do definitely crave that. And then there were a few, I, I'm, I'm thinking of two like staple town ice cream places and that was like where people went and especially up in up in maine where we were there was like the one place where especially like the fourth of july everyone in this town goes to this place after the fireworks and gets ice cream and it's a mess um so there's that kind of thing in terms of the actual treat um this is i don't want to sway the podcast or take it in a totally different direction because i think we've had debates on this but it was basically i would say a frap which a frap in northeastern Massachusetts is a, is a thing that is not the same as anywhere else. Um, as much as I may get insults or, or, or people um, shitting on me who are from that area, essentially it's just a thick milkshake. It has nothing to do with, like, like I think a frap in other places have, like, coffee or something. Um, mm-hmm. A frap in, in New England, or I think it's specifically that, like, northeast Massachusetts is, like, a really thick milkshake i don't even know if it has milk in it it might just be blended ice cream <laughs> um but you can kind of drink it uh that so that's silly. the item that i i would think of for like a hot summer day specifically from one of those local ice cream places and then there's also a hoodsie obviously i don't know if hoodsies are regional or not uh oh, you're all making faces heard of it. yeah so then maybe it's the hoodsie <laughs> let's let's talk a little more about what hoodsie is i guess well, let's pause for a second. And, and Sean, I think that there was great concern on our part, you know, yours and mine, that like Max and Kevin were like, oh, we have no affinity for this. What are you talking about? And they just they just talked for a while about how they have these fond memories of this. And this this is what I'm saying is like there is so much nostalgia in the summer frozen treat and you don't even recognize it, which is amazing. 
Oh, 100% of my mm-hmm. concern is wound up in the fact that both of them expressed an affinity for summertime custard. And I come from a place where the cool temperatures in the summertime are like 89 with 90% humidity. And you just can't eat ice cream that's got extra egg yolks in it. You it would can't just come do out of the it. machine liquid. <laughs> no, it, it wouldn't come out. It's like a goddamn cement mixer. Like it wouldn't it wouldn't work. I uh, just like you can't you can't you can't put that in your body. Uh, but but I I have a a great a great and abiding regional affinity for my my New Orleans summertime frozen treat of choice, the snowball, uh, mm. which is um, not the same as a snow cone, you goddamn heathens. Uh, it, it is, a, a, it's the same core concept where there's ice and then there is a flavoring syrup, but instead of being like grated ice, uh, of some kind it's like shaved there there are these like special ice shaving machines that turn it into essentially the texture of powder snow and it's just it's just the most glorious thing in the whole world and that the affinity is so strong that i got really excited when a snowball place opened up in richmond that emily and i went in november <laughs> on the day that it opened <laughs> So I've I've actually been to a snowball place in Virginia before, but it was in like the Williamsburg type area, um, and it was a seasonal place. And I remember mm-hmm. going and being. I was going to ask though. I I remember they had an option that I recall getting that had um, condensed some milk. kind of either condensed or evaporated milk on top. It it had a dairy product yes. integrated. In it. I thought it was more. They may have done sacrilege and done ice cream involved in it or like some small bit which was which was amazing it was like they had inserted a little bit of ice cream oh yes into the top they of call it. those yeah. stuffed snowballs i believe that's what it was and it was <laughs> i don't think it adding was, ice cream and, to anything can be sacrilege I, well i mean I, i'm inclined to agree with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean if you if you go and, and you're like getting communion and they're like do you want a little ice cream you know it, it's a kind of mixture of body and blood like you please may go and thank you father yeah. please and thank you father is what you say but but like the the point is is like I think there is an aspect there of of you went in November, but what I went to was a seasonal thing, and mm-hmm. and I do get the sense with these trucks, and it's supposed to be to yeah. just to to be clear, they were open for like a little bit as like a you know here we are run, we're excited to be open, and then they closed down for a while. But in New Orleans, like these places are all seasonal; they'll shut up shop from like October until you know yeah. March or April. Uh, yeah. Because they know, they know when their time of year is. They they transition to oyster purveyors, basically. <laughs> um, but but I think that's the thing too. We we just recently talked about like uh, you know this limited availability and and forced scarcity and things like that. And I think that's part of it too. A lot of these um, are are things that there is this idea of you can really only enjoy it in certain times and. You know, some of my experience with this is even just visiting relatives in um, in Ohio. And inexplicably, Ohio has 
a lot of ice cream places and a lot of ice cream places basically on corners and people line up to go to them which keep in mind that like it snows into may there and then starts snowing again in, in october very easily um but they get really excited about ice cream and it is a big thing there and i think it is part of it feels hopeful it's like all right we have a new season we're able to be out and about and we're able to enjoy it and there is something associated with that which is like the right of summer is that you are outside with people um enjoying you know a snow cone um some ice cream or or, or whatever and like i mean some of i think you know american tradition's biggest thing is like where is the living room you know the the car was such a big deal for for america is like a moving living room and all the things that are horrifying about that and the public spaces that people enjoy it's like you know um lunch after church and you know the car and like what other things are there and then all of a sudden there's the ice cream parlor like or or, or eating ice cream outside of it and like this is a very summer thing it's like you're not in school you're not at home you are enjoying ice cream with with your friends or or with your neighbors or whatever and is that reality i don't know i mean i never eat ice cream with my neighbors but like it is this this thing that we're supposed to value and um it is enjoyable in and of itself and then also it is a a ritualistic thing and that is something that i buy into even if I really haven't done it that much. I don't know that I, well, so your point about like, is it actually only good in the summer or do we just kind of put ourselves in that, in that mindset? And I, I think in my experience, something like ice, so ice cream, I will eat all year round and enjoy it just as much. But there are these other things like your snowballs or, your soft server custard or whatever, or even something like a, um, like a frozen margarita. Like I'll have one for the first time in the summer. This isn't a nostalgic thing. This is a, a very recent thing, but I'll have one and it'll be great. And then like a week later I'll have it again and it will be significantly less great. And so I just, mm-hmm. for me, in my experience, the diminishing returns of those things goes off so much quicker than, than ice cream, which to me, I guess says that part of the appeal is just the, the the weather and the the memory associated with it so well i likewise buy ice cream year round and and eat it from my freezer but i just realized well we were talking about regional things and i realized that all three of you grew up in warmer places than me so i'm not sure if this applies or not but i just always thought this was normal when you talk about when i talk about these ice cream places in town they were all closed for the winter they were only seasonal places Mm -hmm. anyway so you did oh, get excited for them because you got excited when they opened. Right. But, right. Like, but I also got different types I also closed. got different types of ice cream from them. Like that's when I would get my like yeah, soft serve or milkshakes or whatever. Whereas home I was just yeah, ice just ice cream. So you're talking about the item versus the experience. Well I'm saying in this case they're they're the same because mm. I that's those are that's the only thing I get at those places because those are the things that I don't get at home. Mm. Yeah. And I only open in the summer. Yeah, I think that makes some sense, and and the the frozen margarita point is a good one too because like I, I'm I'm very much like you know I, I'm kind of set in my ways on on beverages like I don't 
I rarely drink iced coffee. It doesn't matter how hot it is outside. Uh, but like there is there is something magical about waking up and going, oh, it's, you know, it's margarita season. Or if you are a particular type of person in the 2020s, uh, it's froze time, bitches. Um, you know, that seems to be the new Sing thing. Sing that tune a little further. Let us know about that. It seem, that seems to me, seems to be the new, new version of this. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. There's, there's also something that is important in it being childish. I mean, I was just thinking about, I got an, I got an email today about, um, a, a purveyor of, of coffee that, that I enjoy, uh, and they're, uh, kegging and canning their cold brew with an umlaut over the U. Um, and I thought about that. I'm like, why don't I, why am I not interested in that? Which is like the flavors of coffee I enjoy. I enjoy hot and which is a me thing. And also the thing that is a tractor for, for cold brew for me is like, it is extra concentrated and so there's way more caffeination and so it has both the things that i personally am not interested in which is not for everybody but like when you have ice cream or a sundae or a, a frap um or or you know anything like that a, a snow cone there is something very childish and and pure is wrong because childhood is not pure but like simple about the enjoyment of that is like it is a sugary good that has some like very knowable flavors and everything and that is cool whereas you know frosé or or you know your margarita or or you know anything like that it's like there's something restricted about it whereas everybody can enjoy this thing and i think that that's cool like if you're an adult and you're like oh, i don't enjoy sundays like you're being a hard ass for no reason <laughs> jack del rio yeah yeah i i appreciate the, the childness nature i realize i never came back to the hoodsy and you guys need yeah, to be please, informed because that's and I, I encourage you to Google it. But a hoodsie, which I always grew up thinking everyone had these, they're these small um, wax paper three ounce cups that are half and half chocolate and vanilla ice cream with a little wooden um, oh yeah like thing on top so that you open them and you eat it with the wooden kind of built in spoon. Party and they ice were just cream. served like I don't know what that is. I'm talking about a hoodsie. Um, it's probably just I, maybe this is a regional thing elsewhere. I don't know, but I've 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 never seen something similar. It's and it's the, uh, it's the little you, the little you, single you're served serve. everywhere. Every school event, yeah, it's you get hoodsies. The little oh, yeah, single yeah, yeah, serve yeah. ice cream cups that you mm -hmm. buy in bulk for school events or parties. Yeah, yeah, you might like be the only like, one to call them hoodsies, but yeah, it's like a yin yang symbol, but with chocolate and vanilla. Yeah, they're out yeah. here. They're out here in these streets. Well, what do yeah. they call them? I, that's I mean, why, that's why I said call it, party ice cream. They, don't call they, probably, they probably call it government swirl because I'm sure it's in some way, <laughs> uh, you know. Oh boy. Uh, uh, which 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 is which is fine. You know, how do you think the dairy industry stood up? It's by by government money. I, I can I can show you the documents. They are they are family heirlooms. I will say. Content um, warning for entitled snobbery. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. Uh, that's for other podcasts. You get that like, just uh, by starting an episode of this. Don't worry. You're covered. Legislative minutia today. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, even something like that, that's, I mean, that is part of it is even something like that, you are associating a, 
a memory occurrences or whatever with that. And I think that, you know, we say people will reflect on things like Thanksgiving and having turkey or, or maybe ham for, for Christmas or, you know, whatever your, your big holiday is. And those end up, I think a lot of times being maybe associated with family events. And sometimes those can be traumatic and not that ice cream can't be traumatic, but there is something that is more community-based and I, I think optimistic about these, you know, frozen treat interactions. And I think, I don't, I don't know why. And, and I think that that is the cool part of it. Um, maybe, maybe it has something to do with, um, <laughs> uh, the, with sweets, the idea is like children are coming together, which has its, has its drawbacks, uh, obviously as you know, we have things like soda taxes and, and whatever else in the world, but you know, the idea of having an ice cream social, for instance, which is a thing that, that we definitely had in elementary school and stuff. It's like, you know, that if you are having an event based off of a frozen treat, it is something that is aimed towards kids. Um, and I think that something that is wholesome and aimed towards kids, um, is rare. And that is, that is unfortunate. I don't know if that's uniquely American and how rare it is, but, um, I would have to imagine that's part of the reason there is the nostalgia attached to it. Yeah. Yep. And I think that even as, as, um, adults i think it, it's also nice in that it most of the stuff is is pretty agreeable like if it's if it's not the main meal um you know it's only going to be so expensive like who there's probably gonna be multiple multiple flavors of something like it's probably agreeable people if you're like hey do you guys want to go get some ice cream you know whether you're a kid whether you're an adult i don't know it's easy yeah i mean the only potential hurdle is when you start to hit that point where you think well, maybe we're all a little bit lactose intolerant. <laughs> I don't think I am. I know. I know. You're, I know. I'm supposed to be, but yeah. I, I well. So it and maybe this is this is the. I'm glad. You right, it's the up, loss of that. innocence. We have that. It's like you look yeah. at ju- you look at yeah. juice boxes. Yeah, that's you're the like, real loss of innocence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like real you, loss of in- innocence is is our porcelain sins. Really, juice boxes, the pre-made lemonade mix. You know, it's look at that. Like, oh god. Oh well. Lord. I, so so we have we. I think that's important, and we have grown older. And part of the reason I thought about this is not only that I was watching Stranger Things, but last night I had a a popsicle and it was a popsicle like kevin i i will have ice cream whenever throughout the year but i had a popsicle at at home and it was one of those where it's like got multiple flavors and you feel like there's actual bits of fruit in it and i really really like those and not because i feel like oh i'm eating fruit but like it's just a textural and flavor wise it's it's an enjoyable thing but i don't think i would ever want to have those from an ice cream place so to speak and so that led me to think about like, what do I want? If someone was like, hey, we are going to an ice cream place, what do I want? And does the location have any play into what I'm selecting? Hmm. I think you got to find a place that has uh, local bougie ice cream sandwiches. Oh, 
but those are so so i'm also a person that will always get a cup over a cone because i don't need the extra mess like i just want to enjoy it and ice cream sandwiches you're holding a sticky thing that is then you know emitting stickier things which that's a that's a danger that's a double danger listen to this pod with safe search on (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's a reasonable it is a reasonable point Although one of the benefits of the the bougie ice cream sandwich is it might have a sturdier, say, like wax papery type wrapper that can better contain things. And then you get cool flavors like the fat banana, uh, which is an homage to Elvis. It's like a peanut butter cookie sandwich with banana ice cream and one end is dipped in chocolate. I can't help but feel like you're talking about a specific place. And I am. Now I need to go there. <laughs> well, come visit me. We'll go get Nightingale ice cream sandwiches. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that place is that place is notable. They're yeah, really good. I, uh, but, yeah. I might have to go but, get one tomorrow. But Max, I do like your... So you mentioned what is effectively a shake. And I think that a shake is a thing that is maybe underappreciated as a an all-in-one like portable thing that that does a good job of like not melting into a mess but is that what you would select if if given the opportunity to go to a frozen treat place if i was going back to like one of the places where i grew up or something like that um maybe and the only reason i i want to say yes the only reason i won't say yes is because like i said i don't think there's really much milk in it it's pretty much just a pint of blended ice yeah. cream i don't think as an adult i could finish a quarter of a frap so like i would yeah. want one but i'd try to convince someone to maybe split it with me yeah, I my problem with shakes is that i like I, I don't know it's too late until it's like too late <laughs> yeah the frap it's like oh my god it's i, I don't yeah yeah. Most of them are like a full pint of ice cream and maybe like a teaspoon of milk blended up. <laughs> I I have to say there is and I realize as we've been discussing this that there is an ice cream place pretty close to us that I don't think of as being special. It's a Brewster's, which I think is probably a national chain. Um, but they have some very cute, like, you know, little outposts. Um, and there's one near us that we go to, uh, and um I have they have they have Sundays and like there are days of the week where you can get deals on the Sundays and they send coupons but I always will go and get like just their um one of their one of their specialty ice creams just in a cup and I find that super enjoyable because you because you go to the store and you're like oh I'm gonna get like something I know or whatever or or I get like a fancy like you get the Talenti gelato if you're an asshole um and yeah and you're like oh I'll get the Talenti chocolate with something stupid in it um but like if you when you go and you're faced with with the the choices at the the Brewster's for example it's like yeah, I'll get the uh, Graham Central Station, which is one I frequently get, which has, you know, Graham Cracker and, and some other things in there, I think chocolate and whatever. And it's like, that's cool. Like, you take a chance, but, like, it's going to be good, whatever you do, as long as you don't get the bubblegum flavor. Like, it will be fine. But, like, you know, there's nostalgia in that, too. So, um, I don't know. There's I I feel like I I tend to simple things, but maybe that's just my age and whatnot. I, I am curious as someone who lives in a, in a, in a new place that's very far from my old place. Um, 
how would I go about finding what types of frozen treats are enjoyed in a place like this? Well, if you download the the Google app on your iPhone, you will probably be able to search for what, ice cream what shops. What would you Google? No, can, I'm not talking I, about ice cream shops. I'm saying, what, what if Oregonians... Can, I just searched Oregon can, Frozen, and the, and the can, first result that popped up was frozen carrot cake. And can I'm like, I give is, you... Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. How do I know? You need to move. That's what happened. <laughs> since, since we've already done... We, since we've already done our content warning for entitled snobbery, I will say, find the closest like find your local or regional alt weekly like you know uh, uh like washington city paper or the you know the equivalent of that uh because they tend to do you know best of like yearly best of lists that people vote on and so they'll probably have a, a decent uh ranking like not just you won't just be able to get an idea of what the thing is, but where to get it good. Mm. Good call. Highly recommend this approach to and if, and if to I can't find new it, things in a new place, I will. I will just eat. Ask a person. Every Tillamook product. Just I can ask find. a person. Just, yeah, just like, say it. I, just go. Just go to your trivia and say aloud, "Hey, where do I get the yeah. good ice cream?" And there will be twenty opinions. We'll have to beat them away. <laughs> do you know any drug dealers? They could probably help you out. Well, content warning indeed. Sheesh. I mean, yeah, they probably do. They probably know. I wouldn't. I maybe wouldn't do that as your first, uh, first approach. Uh, but if you're really struggling uh, through through the more more typical channels, like maybe maybe go that route. Uh, okay. Well, I I don't know. I I think that we've we've sort of ex- exhausted this a little bit. But I you know. This is making me want to go indulge my summertime kid nostalgia and go get some ice cream this weekend or go get a snowball or something. I And you should, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. It's worth the inflated prices. Yeah. Why not? We're all going to we're all going to melt anyway, just like the ice cream. So have some fun while you can. Uh, and the way that I choose to have fun right now is by moving on to Pierce is Sorry. What are you apologizing for today? Uh, so this is an apology um, that I I think I made, even if it was unsaid in some ways, to at least directly to, to my family at the time. Um, so when I was growing up, there was a an ice cream place in the area over from us in Warrington, Virginia. And it is it still exists. It's called Carousel. And it is very popular in the summer. People go and they line up for way too long like you know to the point where it's like someone stands in line you wait in the car um <laughs> you know you'll easily easily wait for an hour and i was expecting this is... to be the other overcrowded ice cream place in the region move through uh-huh. uh, move through or uh-huh. or there's well there's also for for those in the know um there's effie's which is kind of mm. um in between warrington in in like gainesville but anyways that's really not important <laughs> except for the you know three people that that applies to um effie's is good as well i I support it but for carousel um they actually do like kind of sundays and stuff like that so there was there was a thing that they did that i would get frequently when i was of the age where you're a teenager and like i can eat anything i can consume anything i will finish it um and they had a thing that was half shake 
half Sunday and it was in a in a like styrofoam container like a 16 ounce container um and so I would get it because I'm like yeah this is their specialty I'll get it it's great I'll get whatever stuff in it like Sunday and shake and whatever um and I always felt like it was a, a huge battle and I was gonna win the battle um and I couldn't lose and part of the reason I felt that way is because it was called and remains called the Waterloo. And so I thought being an, you know, an overly keen, snooty teenager, like this was a Napoleonic reference. It just happened to be on Waterloo Street. That's the reason why it was called that. So I looked like a complete jackass whenever I was like, I'm not going to suffer a great defeat. I, I will finish this entirely. And eventually my family informed me that like, no, this is just on Waterloo Street. Um, so which is to say like, you know, don't raise overly smart children because they'll just look like jerks. Um, yeah, so, that's yeah. that's the takeaway. Of yeah, course. Stay, stay stupid. Just eat ice cream out of cups. <laughs> All right. We're going to do something unprecedented. We're going to combine the big idea from pop culture and this week's trivia question. It's not going oh. to be a Rolling Stone Rock trivia question. Um, so I, and part of the reason I want to do this is that I think I have already uh, I think I have already celebrated the normal gossip podcast on these here airwaves uh, on the very off chance that I haven't. Uh, it's a, a defector podcast hosted by Kelsey McKinney and every week they have a guest on and talk about uh, a, a gossip story that was sent in by a listener. Uh, normal stuff that happens in their everyday lives. And so the most recent one, uh, not not the one from this week that I haven't been able to listen to yet, but the, the one from last week. Uh, is a magnificent tale that involves uh, squirrels and a uh, like an elementary school dad pissing contest uh, and it's magical but something happened when I was listening uh, to to that episode that stopped me in my tracks and made me say oh well this is uh, this is going to have to be uh, a trivia question so, uh, Pierce, if you have listened, you may not, you might not be. I have not listened. Okay. Then you will be eligible to answer the question. Um, the ad, the ad read that I got at the beginning of the pod, and, and it may have just been a targeted thing for me. I don't know if they are doing one size fits all advertising or if they're doing dynamically inserted ads where different people hear different things. I heard an ad touting the state of Ohio, Pierce, which you mentioned earlier, as a wonderful place to move and, and live and work. And they, they wanted to talk about their vibrant culture and the diverse population. And they closed the, the, you know, the commercial with a website for you to go to in order to get more information about living in Ohio. What was the URL 
for that website? Was it A, OhioThere.com, B, MoreThanCornfields.com, C, SweetHomeOhio.com, or D, WhatsUpMotherBuckers.org? <laughs> Did, did you uh, come up with the alternative answers? I can't tell you. <laughs> I okay. think it's A. I yeah. think it's A. I think it's A. A was A Ohio there? Ohio there. Yeah, that's the my vote too. I'm going to say B. It was indeed more than cornfields.com. Uh, but uh, I, wow. I actually knew that, so. <laughs> well, well, you take, you take, a, take your wins where you can get them, yes. That's how trivia works sometimes. <laughs> I've never uh, seen corn in Ohio, and I've been there. Right, I don't think of cornfield. Like Ohio is, I don't think of cornfields with Ohio. That's why I didn't think it was the. Well, I think that's why I remember you it. You just actually. went to Gambier. Uh, you, you don't see a lot of corn on the way. You see more soybean. I mean, <laughs> uh, we we talked about earlier about uh, uh, government hoodsies. Like you know, it's it's you know, corn is good, but like soybean, I, they're really subsidizing that a lot. And, and corn, we're not in the season yet. So, oh my god! Uh, All right, we'll come back that, next I week they, for the apology for for being a snob about what what crops you were seeing as you drove through rural Ohio. <laughs> I do. I do not recommend it. <laughs> You know, well, if so you'd like to hear a different perspective on that, go to morethancornfields.com. Yeah. Um, and, and I prefer Bush. Bush. What is what was your last one? What uh, was what, D? What's up, motherbuckers.org. <laughs> I like that one more. Oh. Would it have been better if it was .net or .biz? <laughs> better oh, has been funnier yeah. or, or well, no, more likely should, answer to guess? Be, these should be .govs. These should absolutely be .govs. Yeah. Good point. They should have just bought all the all, all of the mains. I have well, I haven't checked. I, for all I know, more than cornfields.gov <laughs> does redirect. Um, hard hard to say. Uh, we'll 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 have to find out and, and report back. Uh, but we have time to do that now because that's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com, or you can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. If you do that, tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening.